What is up, you wonderful, beautiful people of the world? This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, oh my gosh, it's going to be November 9th, the day after Election Day. Woo, if you live in the United States, you better be praying to the Lord that he will give us the grace we need to put the right people in power. You know what? Let me tell you guys really fast. Probably, I'm going to say about a year ago, I was reading Nehemiah and uh, the Israelites were crying out to God because they were underneath horrible leadership at the time. And, uh, and then the next verse, it said that God had sent deliverers and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. It was like, wow, God sends deliverers through people. God lays out certain leadership and governments and he establishes new people in those places. And I was just like, wow, that is how God advances his kingdom. God advances his kingdom through the government. And here's the really cool thing. If you are, if you are a citizen of the United States, do you guys know who the government is? We the people. If you guys look at the Declaration of Independence, it says who uh, who derive their just powers from the consent of the governed. We consent. We give the government we have put in place, we give them our consent because we are the ones who are in charge. That is what God uh, established in the garden, okay? That we would rule and subdue the earth. That is the mandate he gave to us. So we are supposed to be ruling ourselves. We are supposed to be ruling ourselves with the knowledge of God. And every single time you do not heed the knowledge of God, you are creating the fall in your life all over again. And that's exactly why we need the Holy Spirit. That's exactly why Jesus says, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part of me. Do you guys know what that means? It means, so check this out. His word, it says it became flesh, right? God spoke it and then it literally physically came into existence. That's how the whole earth was created, right? God spoke it, boom, here you go. Um, we do that in our lives, right? I mean, nothing that is in your life right now didn't happen without a word. The things you tell yourself and the things you're seeing in your life is all a result of the words that you've been living by, okay? But anyway, God spoke everything into existence. His word becomes flesh. So here's the cool thing. Jesus Christ, being in you by the power of the Holy Spirit, when you're reading his word, he's gonna give you revelation, okay? You're gonna read his word and you're gonna have those aha moments, right? Like, wow, Lord, I never saw it that way. And so you're supposed to live by that. It says man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from him. So you're supposed to be living by the words of God, right? And then check this out. He gave you his blood. He says, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you are literally supposed to be taking in the forgiveness of Jesus Christ every single day of your life. You wanna know why? Because you're not gonna perfectly execute that knowledge. How do I know? Because you have results in your life that you're just like, dang, why did I do that, right? You feel shame, blame, condemnation, or judgment within yourself, right? So you need those two things. And that is the, really the amazing thing about having the Holy Spirit in your life and really understanding what Jesus Christ has done. And that's why I'm on here sharing this stuff with you guys, because I didn't know this stuff eight years ago. I had no idea. And I had to go on my own healing journey with the Lord. And, uh, you know, God started um, really, you know, unpacking so many things for me. It completely changed my life. And you guys, that's why I'm here. So anyway, I want to talk to you guys today about who you get honor from and who you need your love from. Okay. Who you get honor from is who you get love from. And this is all kind of stemming back from the Food for Thought Friday I did last Friday. Anchor uh, podcast family, you guys be sure to go back to my page, uh, Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell. I do a lot of videos on there if you guys haven't joined me yet over there. One of these days, you guys, I'm praying that God will give me the ability to have a good website because my website right now is like the really super cheap one, like $18 a year, and I can't put videos or nothing on there. But I'm hoping that I can do that one day and, uh, you know, I can start putting all my content in one place. And, um, Anyway, so I did a video on Facebook talking about honor and I want to unpack that a little bit more for you guys because that's just where my mind was this morning. That's where my heart was. I did not leave John chapter five. So I'm like, okay, Lord, 
you obviously want me to, you know, stay here in this place. And so honor, right? Let's, let's just break this down into like super layman terms. All right. So it talks about who, what you consider. Okay. What you consider, you only, okay. How can you say this? You only consider something if you put value on it. Okay. If you guys have put value on my words, you will consider what I'm saying. Okay. That's what, that's, that's where honor comes from. Honor. You consider it because you value it because you can, you consider it. Therefore you value it. Okay. Consideration and, and value go hand in hand. So and what's considering you're going to think about it. You're going to keep it in mind and you only keep it in mind because you value it. Right? So Jesus, he's hardcore. He goes, I do not receive honor from man. Right? Okay. He does not get his value from man. I do not get my worth from man. Okay. And we're going to, we're going to continue to unpack that. So how do you define your value? That's, that's an important question. How do you know your value? How do we define it? You guys, I walked you guys through a pod, a, a life coaching series on here where you can learn to establish your identity and your character and values and not circumstances, people's opinions or their performance, right? That's where a lot of people find their value at times through other people's opinions. What did Jesus say about the Pharisees? You love the praise of men when you are, you know, needing that from them, right? Because you haven't really learned to find love, looking for love in all the wrong places, right? And you guys, I've done this before. I'm not saying anything to you that I've never experienced or haven't done. All right. The only reason I can talk to you like this is because I've experienced it. Okay. And so, you know, finding your value and, you know, the Pharisees did in, in the praise of man. Right. And if you need the praise of man, that means you're going to adjust yourself to man. And I used to do that. You guys, I was camouflage. I was chameleon Christian my whole Christian life. I'm going to say up the first eight years of my Christian life, I was a chameleon. You know, I was so worried about my Christian reputation in the church. I didn't want people to think that I didn't love the Lord or I didn't want to follow him or whatever. I complete, I always adjusted myself to what other people thought my Christianity should look like. And you guys, it became the noose around my neck. I'm telling you. And so I've, I've done that before. I have looked for the praise of man. I have tried to uh, keep my Christian reputation, you know, because I was seeking to get something from them that I couldn't get, that I couldn't get from them. And we're going to get into that. Okay. So let's go down to verse 44. You know, so Jesus says he doesn't receive uh, honor for man. Where is that at here? John chapter five. Hold on, you guys, bear with me. Okay, that's verse 41. All right, now we're gonna drop down here to verse 44. And he goes, how can you accept, oh, hold on. How can you believe who receive honor from one another and do not seek the honor that comes from the only God? Okay, so let's, let's, let's dig into that a little bit. You guys know what believe means? So how do you believe? Believe means to accept is true. That's why when Jesus says, if you believe me, Right. A lot of people, you know, try to take that like, okay, we're not talking about Santa Claus, like belief that way, obviously, you know, and that's anyway, I'm not going to get into that, but believing just means to accept is true. How do we know what you've accepted is true? All I got to do is look at the fruit of your life and what's been produced and I can tell what you've believed or not. Right. And so that's, that's what the Lord's saying. Have you accepted what he said is true? But here he goes, how can you accept? How can you believe? who receive honor from one another. You guys, the Pharisees, the ones who were entrusted with the very word of God, who were supposed to be building people up in the knowledge of God, where they would become convinced of the thing, same things they were convinced of in the law. They're supposed to be building up to that knowledge. But the knowledge that they had, the Bible that they read, right? They read the scriptures. They did not interpret it the way that they were supposed to. They did not come to the same conclusions that Jesus Christ was the Messiah, that he was who he says he was. They completely 
dislocated that whole thing. And anybody who did believe that, they would say stuff like, has any of us, the Pharisees, believed in him? Right? They so much needed um, other people to validate them and what they believed. Therefore, they felt worthy if people believed as they did. Therefore, they had their, that's where they got their, their, their worth from, right? If you believe like we believe, they're, you know, they felt valuable. So anytime someone believed differently than they did, right? Some people actually believed that Jesus Christ was who he says he was. They didn't like that. Okay. So how can you accept what Jesus says when you get your value from one another and do not seek the value that comes from God? Right. That's what, that's what he's saying. How do you know when you are getting your value from man? That's a great question. How do you guys know when you're getting your value from man? This is what I came up with. Okay. I'm going to tell you my answers. You guys think about that, um, you know, within yourself, you know, write these questions down, go talk to the Lord and ask him, Lord, how do I, how do I get my value from man? Am I doing that? Am I getting my value from man in which ways? Right? So this is what I came up with. You hold back. You don't speak up. Your self-worth is on the line and you cannot bear the pain of having it judged, condemned, denied. Okay. I remember when I started my journey back in 2017 and uh, I, I went through a massive healing process. I think I told you guys, I know there's a ton of new followers on my page, which mind blown. You guys, last Thursday, I only had 378 likes on my page and like a hundred followers. You guys, I'm telling you, God is, God has blown up this page. This like not, it's not even a full week. Tomorrow will be a full week. I'm just like, wow, Lord, I know the Lord's doing stuff. I know what I've been praying for and I'm so grateful for you guys. You know, I've been praying that God would, you know, um, basically uh, bring an army of people that can benefit from the things I'm sharing with you guys. Because my, my whole heart is to build up the people of God. All right. So anyway, and God has brought you guys and I'm just so grateful. And it's just, you know, it's awesome. And I hope I can inspire you guys to, you know, move forward in your life in this way. Because every, every single person in the body of Christ should be, you know, the movers and shakers. Right. So anyway. How do you know when you're getting your, your value from man? You, you, you hold back, you don't speak up. Okay, that's what I was gonna tell you, story time. Back in 2017, went through a massive healing journey, had this burning desire to start sharing my journey with the rest of the world, what I've been through, you know, what the Lord was showing me. I wanted to get on social media and start talking about it. Well, as I was doing that, of course, here comes the, the know-it-alls and the, you know, the people who wanna just like auto-correct you and, you know, can't stand imperfection and, you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what they're on, but um, they can become very judgmental. They might not even realize it, but I started getting all kinds of messages from people. Don't forget about reading the Bible, right? So now they're just like, you know, uh, what's the word? Implying that I'm not reading the Bible just because I'm talking to you guys about a really awesome Christian psychology book I read called Boundaries from Dr. Henry Cloud. And if you guys do not have boundaries in your life, if you let people walk all over you like I have, if you, have, if you are more worried about controlling someone else's life instead of your own, if you worry about what people think about you like I have, that book changed my life. And so, you know, the Lord used a lot of, you know, those Christian psychology books out there. And I was getting all these messages from people. And I was finally, I was like, you know what, Lord, I'm done. I'm not going to get on here and share anymore. I'm just not going to deal with it. You know, it's, it's a waste of my time. And the, I was reading one day, it was, I think it's John 17. No, it's not John 17. But when Jesus is, is talking to his disciples, you know, about carrying their cross, right? It just hit me out of nowhere. And it was like, Ashley, if you deny the things I've used in your life to heal you, you deny me, you know? And because that's the truth, you guys, this is the soil of my own life. No one gets to judge me. And, and, and you know, you can if you want, but the truth is 
you know, no one has any idea about who I am and what I've been through and what the Lord has done in my life. I'm doing the best I can to communicate that to you with my words, but I can't convince you the way that God has convinced me and what he's done in the, in, in the practical aspect of my life, the practical wisdom that God has given me. You know, and, and I talk about that all the time, you guys. Just the other day, I mentioned it. You know, when God was in the garden with Adam and Eve, a lot of people look at the sacrifice and putting the animal skin on them. Like, okay, that was the sign of Jesus Christ being the sacrifice. Yes, that is a sign of that. But I believe it's also a sign of God's practical wisdom for mankind. You guys, can we just be real for a minute? If a man, if a grown-ass man, is out in a field with thorns and thistles, right? Because God said that man is supposed to take care of the land, but now he's got to go out and he's got to do it, right, with a fig leaf. Do you think that's a real durable piece of material out there? Let's just be real, right? Heck nah, bro. You ain't going out there in the freaking thorn bushes naked with a fig leaf on. I think an animal skin was practical. God will give you practical wisdom in your life for the things you're trying to solve right now. And, and, and I'll tell you what right now, some of the ways that you're trying to solve your problems in your life right now have nothing to do with what the real problem is. Do you guys remember when uh, God called out to Adam and he goes, Adam, he goes, hey, where'd you go? And he goes, I was naked and afraid, so I hid. And God's like, who told you you were naked? Adam thought the reason he was running from God was because he was uh, naked. God's like, no, bro, that's not the problem. The reason you're running from me is the knowledge that you've entertained. But he didn't, Adam and Eve, you guys, I believe, this is what I believe. I believe Adam and Eve were like children in their thinking. I'm talking like six, seven-year-olds, but they had full-grown parts, right? They had the mentality of a young child. They weren't able to use logic. And you guys, come on, let's just put it out there. How many adults out there these days can even use their minds to the full capacity of reasoning and understanding, okay, and asking questions? So let's not like make this super weird and twisted that, oh yeah, she's saying that God, you know, had a couple six and seven-year-olds in the garden that's supposed to reproduce. I'm just saying, I know there's some sick people out there who are gonna say crap like that, and that is not what's going down here. I'm saying that God made Adam and Eve to reproduce. And I'm saying that their logical senses were not fully developed. And if we cannot take ownership as adults, even for where our senses have not been fully developed, well then I don't know what to tell you. Humility, you know, pride will get you nowhere. Humility is where, where you're gonna get buckets of grace from, from God, all right? I do not believe Adam and Eve had the full understanding of what God intended. And, uh, and this is how I know when Adam, and Eve, we're told not to eat from the tree. The serpent approaches, right? And they go, he goes, did God really say you cannot eat from any of the trees? Eve knew better. She goes, we can eat from the tree. We just can't touch that one in the middle or touch it. At least we're going to die. You know how children always add to the things that you said? You're like, okay, whatever. You got a, you got a general understanding. They interpret things in their own minds, but it's enough to save their own butt. Adam and Eve had enough knowledge to save their own butts in the garden. Okay. But this is where the serpent got him. He goes, you're not going to die. Check this out. You're going to be like God, knowing good from evil. You want to know what got Adam and Eve in trouble? They lacked the revelation that they were already made in the image of God. Okay? Do you know that's the same problem you're going to have today? I'm looking at you guys dead in the eye right now. If you do not understand that you are already made in the image of God, you will pursue things that have nothing to do with what you were created to do. Okay? That's what I think about that. Anyway, you never know where the Lord's going to take this thing, man. I can get on here and I can start talking about one thing and then all of a sudden the conversation diverts over here. And so um, let's keep going, you guys. So we were talking about where do you get your value from? How do you know you get it from man? You hold back. 
you don't speak up. I almost pulled the plug on this thing because I was getting all kinds of messages from people back in 2017. But as soon as the Lord told me that, Ashley, if you deny the process I use, you deny me. You guys, this is exactly why you cannot be ashamed of your life. Did you know your life is the only thing the Lord has to work with? That is the soil of your life where the Holy Spirit is. That's the only authority you have is your own life. Stop letting people talk you out of God working in your life because of how they see it and judge it. No one is qualified to judge your life because they are not all knowing. God is all knowing. He knows everything. And you know, we should only be giving ourselves to people who know us, right? Who know us, who know our stories, who love us, who are for us. Not all these, not everybody else out there. Not everybody's for you, you guys. I know it's hard. You know, I want, I want people to like me. I want to, you know, I want everybody to like me, you know, but not everyone's going to, and that, and that's fine. I, I've, I've come to accept that you guys, and I'm going to be uh, 37 years old next month. So, you know, it's taking me some time. Isn't that crazy? I was a 30 year old woman and I still didn't have this crap figured out. And that's why I say, I don't care how old you are. If you don't understand, if we don't understand these things, we're still children, right? All right. So let's go on here. If you cannot bear the pain of having it, being judged, condemned, denied. And you guys, I, I will say this. I'm going to do another video talking about what it really means to die to yourself. All right. And carrying your cross. I, I don't want, I could get into that right now, but I'm going to save that. So Lord, help me remember to do that. We're going to do a video talking about what it means to carry your cross. Okay. So should one seek to get honor from those who would behave that way with them? That's a great question. Should you seek to get honor from someone who's going to judge, condemn, and deny your life and what God's done? Are those the kind of people you want in your circle? And if you do have those kinds of people in your circle, that's exactly why you feel like crap. It's exactly why you're struggling. You don't have the right people in your corner. Notice Jesus had his disciples with him. He didn't hang out with everybody. Everyone can bring up Judas. I got something else on that for you, but we'll save that for another time. I, I'm telling you, man, the way people talk about Judas is, I don't think it's the way that the Lord really intended, but you know, that's just my judgment. And I will do another video talking about Judas. But the point is, is the Lord surrounded himself with people who were for him. That's why he made disciples out of them. That's why he only, sh and he only, if you notice, he only shared himself with certain disciples. All right. You, you had to be trustworthy enough in the Lord's eyes for him to give himself to you like that. And isn't that amazing how we can learn from the Lord like that? How many of you out there have just put yourself out there for people, got hurt, and then wondered why? Right? Because you didn't get that trust established in the relationship. You didn't have any boundaries in the relationship. And if you guys go back to the podcast in like the very beginning, I did a bunch of podcasts talking about boundaries, maturity, the real and the ideal, integrating God's grace in your life. And I can't remember the last one, dang it. But if you guys go to the podcast, you'll find it, okay? There's over 300 episodes on there and I talk about all this, okay? Okay, so should you seek honor from someone who dishonors you? Heck no. <laughs> you know how many people dishonored me on here? It's getting crazy. I learned, Ashley, do not read any comments on your videos Wednesday mornings or Friday mornings. Wanna know why? Because I start thinking about what they're saying. And that's why I told the Lord last Thursday, and I've been mostly true to this. Well, actually I have. I have not responded to any of the haters. I haven't. I've responded to the people who have appreciated what I've done. I want to acknowledge you guys, all right? I have read some of their comments, but I don't respond to them. And if you send me nasty messages, you get an instant block from me. I ain't even playing. I ain't got time for that. I don't even entertain you. So you can go ahead and message me and message me and message me. If you're being nasty, I've never read any of your messages. I delete it. And if you get really vulgar with me, like some have, 
you're, you're getting banned straight up. That's just how I deal with people like that. I don't got time for that. But I realized that if I even start scrolling, if I start looking through the comments, just, you know, looking for people out there who are, you know, like, hey, thanks, Ashley. I want to acknowledge you. My, my eyes do scroll when I see those nasty ones. I don't read them, but little, I see little chunks here and there and it starts to kind of build up and I'm like, nope. So I've made a rule for myself. I am not reading any comments on anything on Wednesday morning or Friday morning because that's where I'm here to pour out and I don't want the enemy to try to put my fire out. And that's why I was like, you know what, Lord, I'm gonna sing a song in the very beginning because we got to extinguish all the fiery darts of the enemy, get into the Lord's presence. And uh, you know, in the, his presence, there's fullness of joy. So I had to, I had to get myself pumped back up, okay? All right, here we go. Should you seek honor from all people? Should you? That's a great question. Not if you don't know them. If you don't know someone, but you're trying to get them to consider you because you, you want to be valued, that is dangerous territory, right? Because not everybody is, has good intentions towards you, okay? That's the problem with Adam and Eve. They did not question the things that the serpent was saying to them. They didn't feel confident enough in what they knew. They lacked the revelation, right? You guys better start praying for this stuff. We need God to give us confidence in the things that he's revealed to us, the things he said. Adam and Eve believed it enough to save their own butt, but when the third party source comes and questions them, they're like, wait a minute, I'm gonna be made in the image of God. That's great. You guys, they were in the garden. There was no evil in the garden. They had no idea. They had no capacity. They had no capacity to even think evil or even think about being separated from God because they never had the experience. They were motivated by positive motivation, positive intentions. I'm gonna be like God. I'm gonna know good from evil. They don't know what the hell good and evil is and never experienced it. All they knew was I'm gonna be like God. You guys, we do that sometimes, right? Like this is gonna be a good thing. And then what happens? Because we didn't ask questions, because we didn't, you know, investigate or whatever, or we weren't confident, or there's all kinds of things that can happen. We find ourselves in disastrous consequences, all in the name of, I thought it was going to be a good thing, right? Lack of knowledge. You know, I, never mind. I'm not going to, I was going to say something, but I don't want my video to get censored. Um, I will say, um, I did a video. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's been, been on fire lately about uh, some information that was sent to me, and it was a lady had sent to me on Instagram. And after they watched the video, they were like, Ashley, what the heck? How come nobody ever told us this? They were crushed because they thought what they were doing was the right thing to do. And now we're seeing the consequences of it. You guys know how many messages I've been getting from people regarding certain things that they thought they were doing it for the right reasons. And now disaster. All right. Come on, you guys open your eyes. Let's move on. All right. I only got seven more minutes left on here. Anchor only wants you to record 30 minutes at a time. So I got to keep it rolling. So check this out. This was really good. Jesus put worth on us. But his value didn't decrease because we, or humans, didn't see his. Jesus put tons of worth on you. But guess what? His worth didn't decrease because the Pharisees didn't see it or anybody else who didn't want to see it. Everyone else who wants to argue. And, you know, aren't you the carpenter's son? Aren't you so-and-so looking at him from a human point of view, right? Not from the point of view of, wow, God's working in that person's life. You guys, we're supposed to be those people. You know, we're supposed to be those people who can look at other people's lives and say, whoa, dude, God is on them. God is working in their life. We're not supposed to be looking at people through a human point of view constantly like, oh, I know them so-and-so. I wonder how many people on here, and I'm just being straight. Man, I used to smoke weed with Ashley. You know, when I was a teenager, you guys, I was such a pothead. I'm just being real. I was. You know, I was like, I think I was 13 when the first time I ever picked it up. And I got stories I could tell you guys about how the Lord got me through that, you know. I'll probably share, I'll share my testimony for sure one day, different parts of it. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I'm sure there's people who are like, Oh, I know her, you know, 
or uh, people I've had fallouts with, right? People who the relationship just kind of crumbled, you know, for whatever reason. Um, you know, my, sometimes for my part, I get really passionate about things and I can, I can just be, boom, I can drop, drop a bomb. But I don't always be careful sometimes how I say things. I just say it, you know? And um, yeah, that's costed me some relationships at times. And so I wonder if people have come across my videos lately and all they can think about is the old Ashley, right? The, the Ashley she was, you know, how many years ago? You guys, it'll be 22 years in February that I've been with my husband. I met him when I was 15. He was 15 one month before his 16th birthday. My husband's 37, he'll be 38 in March. And we've been together for a long time, right? So people who've known me 22 years ago and how they're looking at me now, right? I'm sure they got that stuff rolling through their head. But anyway, the point is, is Jesus put worth on us, but his value didn't decrease because we didn't see it. Jesus' value didn't decrease who he was because people didn't value him and your value shouldn't decrease either because people don't value you, right? Again, why would we trying to get value from people that dishonor us and don't know us and, and make all kinds of crazy judgments? Okay, so let's, let's move on. How are you progressing in your relationship with the Lord? All right, I want you to think about that. Do you think, do you think the Lord behaves like some people do? Do not have the love of God in their hearts so they can't see rightly. So this is where the love thing ties in. And I better, I better probably get off here after this. I only got five minutes, you guys. So check this out. The Lord goes, I do not receive honor for men, but I know you that you do not have the love of God in you. Isn't that amazing how he tied those two things together? He said them right next to each other. That's significant. All right. So what is love? God's love is 1 Corinthians 13 love. Love is patient. It's kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It keeps no record of wrongs. It does not rejoice in evil, but rejoices in the truth. That's my favorite part about love. Because a lot of times people think about love, they think about it just like overlooking evil and overlooking things. No, it does not rejoice in evil, it rejoices in the truth. Truth is reality. So a part of love is looking for reality, not trying to cover reality up because it's uncomfortable for people to face. And I told you guys earlier, that's why we need God's love and grace in the context of our own lives. Because once you get comfortable with truth in your own life and where you're at, and where you feel stuck and where you're stuck in the shame hole. It gives you the ability to look in the outside world where truth needs to be acknowledged, right? And you have the same, the same ingredients that you use to acknowledge your life, the truth of your life, are gonna be the same ingredients you're gonna to use to deal with reality in the outside world and the things that we're up against right now, guys, okay? So, check this out. Why do we seek honor from people, right? Because our needs to feel valuable, loved, and considered have not been received from God, right? So Jesus is talking to the fair, is talking to the Jews when he made this statement. He goes, but I know you that you do not have the love of God in your hearts. And then he also goes and he tells them, you know, that, uh, what does he say? Um, you search the scriptures because you think in them you'll find eternal life, right? But if you don't have the love of God in your heart, you're not going to interpret the scriptures rightly. That's what God's trying to tell us. The Lord interpreted the scriptures rightly because he knew the, the love of God. He had the heart of the Father. The Pharisees didn't understand that. The only thing they understood was sacrifice and, you know, God's going to kick some A if we uh, disobey him, right? You know? So people were more in that fear mode of God in that type of way. But Jesus came down to reveal the heart of God, right? God has boundaries. There are consequences for your decisions, right? God expects you to take full responsibility, but we're not supposed to be afraid of him our whole life, sitting in a corner, sucking our thumb. The other definition of fear is to be in awe. God wants you to be in awe of him. At some point, when you first get to know the Lord, you're going to be a little bit afraid. I knew I was when I was 19 and I, I wasn't completely 
you guys, I didn't walk away from the Lord, but I didn't have anybody around me as a young person. Like I wanted to follow the Lord since I was five, got baptized when I was 10, moved out of my neighborhood, lived with my mom, homeless, all this crazy kind of stuff. I didn't have any of that going on. And then finally, when I was 19, I was like, dang, Lord, if I was to die today, I don't even know where I'm going. You know, it's like, I want, Lord, I want to follow you. I'll be right with you. Boom. Here I am. Right. I was 19. You guys, I'm going to be 36. That was like 16 years ago. Okay. And I've been reading, I've been spending time with the Lord every single day since then. You know, I, I love the Lord. And so anyway, um, so you're going to seek honor from people because you've not received the love from God. We cannot accept what God says is true when your need to feel valuable, loved, and considered is on the line from one another. God gives you honor. He considered you to the point of death. Now wants you to receive the sacrifice that he made. So you can, the more you receive love from God, he will give you the honor, right? Because he put worth on you. Did you guys know God considers you? He considers what you think. He considers your life. But we really don't think God acts like that with us. Well, how do I know? Look at the product, you know? So anyway, you guys, I got to get off here. I've only got one more minute. So I just want to tell you guys, thank you for being on here today. I got to take a breath. Woo. <laughs> um, a new podcast just released today. It's called This is the Hour Exposure. I posted on the page today. Be, sh be sure to share it. Um, you guys, I need your help with liking and following my page. Facebook will not let me send any more invites out. Um, they've restricted my page for a time. I think it's because the Lord has brought so much traffic on. It's just blowing up. But if you guys are here for the first time, um, I can't send you an invite. So be sure to like or follow if you find the content valuable. Okay, I will say that before we get off here. And um, I just want to tell you guys, thank you for sharing all the videos. Um, I really, really I want to help people get their authority back in their life. Okay. And, and, and their life and in their relationship with Christ. So I love you guys. Thanks for being on here. I will see you guys on Friday. Have an awesome rest of the day and I will talk to you guys soon.